You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. I believe I overcome by the power of his blood. Amen. Amen. I'm alive, I'm alive because he lives. Amen. Welcome back to the Fully Alive radio show, the radio show monthly radio show of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity of the Archdiocese of Chicago. My goodness, this is the second segment of our October show. I can't believe it's October. We just spoke to, to Danny Bodetz and talked about the Catholic Campaign for Human Development. Switching gears now, uh, welcome to the studio. Mark McCombs is here with us with the Kobe House. How you doing? Good, right. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, my goodness. Again, I can't believe it's October already. It, I mean, it, it seems like last week was Christmas, and, and, it seemed, <laughs> and soon it will seem like next week is Christmas, because next week will be Christmas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so we're we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to talk about the great ministry that, uh, that you're helping out with, that you're oh, shepherding, you. and, and uh, uh, we're going to, again, uh, gonna, like I said, we're going to dive right into it. What, what, what do you... What is Kobe House? I hear a lot about it. I know it's the prison ministry of the Archdiocese of Chicago, but what exactly is it, Mark? Well, we, we try and uh, do two things. Yeah. Uh, one is to minister to people within the prison and then to minister to people as they're coming out of prison. Uh, our ministry in the prison consists of a core of anywhere from 50 to 75 very dedicated volunteers who are in the prison five days a week uh, from morning until evening doing uh, any type of programming that you could think of from uh, priests celebrating mass to uh, spiritual directors uh, doing spiritual counseling to uh, lay ministers going in and doing such things as Bible studies, fatherhood initiative, uh, we do an Enneagram prison mm. uh, project program that delves into a very deep dive into uh, an individual's uh, psyche and what got them there in the beginning. Uh, it, it, that's a good part of our ministry, but you know, under the heading of you, you can give a person a fish, mm. but if you teach them to fish, uh, they'll live for a lifetime. We also do reentry programming. So we conduct uh, from our facility, which is at 24th in California, two blocks away from the prison, essentially a welcome center. We like to do uh, what we call a, um, a warm handoff mm. between mm. individuals leaving jail and transitioning to society by uh, providing them with clothing, uh, with a bus pass if they need it, uh, with uh, access to a food pantry, uh, with uh, possibly a housing referral if they need it on an emergency basis. And then we do a full assessment of the individual to see what other needs they have and refer them to a number of partner providers that, uh, that we're associated with. That's a lot. It's, <laughs> God it's, bless you guys. It's, it's a, a big job. And yeah. it's you know, with, with Pretrial Fairness Act uh, kicking in and uh, – 
the hope that uh, individuals who had been held um, on bond and couldn't pay their bond, uh, who were, had to make the unfortunate choice of uh, whether or not uh, they put the money towards uh, supporting their family mm-hmm. or their liberty, won't have to do that anymore and will now be getting out. We're hoping that we're going to be able to serve even more people. Yeah, this is uh, something to, to also explain to our listeners. Uh, the Fully Alive uh, show that we have mm-hmm. under the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity is, is just that. It's just an invitation to remind others and really ourselves as well that, uh, you know, ab- about human dignity. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a free, beautiful gift from God. I always, uh, you know, when I talk to young people, when I ask them, you know, when when do you receive this gift of human dignity? And that's a that's a great question to ponder. And you know, we we are called to also make sure that they have that fullness of life, right? Uh, and so, but also the other question is, do you lose it? And you don't, right? It's, you don't lose the dignity mm-hmm. because it's in you. That's right. You forget that it's there. That's it. Forgetful people, you forget that it's there. You forget that it's there because you're in an institutional setting, or even afterwards, you're in a setting where most of our population is is tremendously marginalized. Mm. Unfortunately, that's that's the reality of our society. Uh, people in prison, returning res- residents, are kept on the outside. So even though you do your time. Mm-hmm. You should be square with the house. You essentially have, for, for, for lack of a better cliche, scarlet letter, mm. and you're seen you're seen as forever unredeemable. And what we try to do uh, by accompaniment, by prayer, by you know, it, it sounds trite, but just being nice people, mm. treating people nicely, is to remind them you still have your dignity. And don't ever lose that. And that, I contend, is one of the most powerful forces in favor of someone succeeding when they get out. Mm -hmm. It's to remember you have your dignity and you're invested in yourself. If you're invested in yourself, you've got a much better chance of not going back. Yeah, that again. This is uh, the fully alive radio show, and that's a great invitation and a reminder uh, from I believe is that John ten ten. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Exactly. So that that is that great invitation for that. Uh, real quick, I know we kind of didn't discuss this, but I I want to. I'm just curious about this. The name of the ministry. Uh, one of my favorite saints. Uh, how does that connect with the ministry? Well, Father Maximilian Kolb is the uh, patron, one of the two patrons mm-hmm. of prisoners everywhere. The the other is Saint Dismas, Saint Dismas. Uh, who died on the cross next to Christ. Uh, but Father Max uh, was a priest uh, in Europe during World War II. Uh, did a number of things with refugees uh, to to assist. Um, uh, persecuted Jews eventually found himself in a concentration camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, while in the concentration camp, uh, my recollection is, if, I, if I'm recalling the story correctly, is that um, uh, one of the internees uh, escaped, mm. uh, and the camp commandant decided to make an issue of it and create a deterrent by picking at random 10 men and condemning them to death. Uh, 
by starvation, mm. no less. Uh, one of the men started to cry out about losing his wife and children and family, and Father Max volunteered to take his place. Mm. Uh, they were all sent to an underground bunker and starved. And when uh, they were checked on, they'd find Father Max kneeling quietly, calmly, in prayer. Two weeks later, uh, the commandant wanted the bunker cleared. They opened it up, and Father Max was the only one alive. Wow. And he was put to death by an injection of carbolic acid. And it said that when uh, told that that was going to happen, uh, that he was going to meet his fate, he just calmly raised his arm uh, and, and put his hands in God. Mm. And that's, again... It's such a tremendous, such a tremendous uh, image and inspiration for our people that we minister to uh, who are incarcerated or detained. Uh, surrender to God while you're there. Put your hands in God and let us help you put your hands in God uh, to make your way through it, to make your way uh, as you're transitioning back into your community. Wow, I love that. Uh, and great reflection during this, this month of October, heading towards November as we start preparing for the preparation in Advent, right? This is a, a great invitation uh, to prepare one's heart for this. All Saints Day is, is also coming up. So uh, this, is, this is wonderful. Let's continue on the conversation. Um, we're going to take a, a quick break, and we're going to talk more about this prison ministry of the Archdiocese of Chicago, Kobe House. And we'll talk more and get to know Mark some more. I was covered in sin and shame. I heard mercy call my name. He rolled the sun away. Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarian fund or call 312-534-7959.
Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship programs provide a free opportunity for young adults to spend time with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youth aged 9 through 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers service friends who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports every relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that can help young adults build confidence and enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7970 in Cook County and 847 847- 782-4224 in Lake County. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. Welcome back to Fully Alive, our radio show. Actually, it's not just a radio show. It's a YouTube channel, a podcast, a monthly show of the Archdiocese of Chicago's Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. We're having a conversation about Kobe House, about this great ministry. I, I, I pray that, um, and you know, I, I join them, our, I join our listeners here. Uh, I pray that we learn more about the many ministries that's... Uh, that we are doing in Archdiocese of Chicago, that they can be, of course, they're already part of, but they can really get mm. uh, immersed in, 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 again, learn more about this uh, this ministry. Uh, about Kobe House, what's what's so important about the mission of Kobe House? Well, the, you know, the mission is important both for the church, but but probably just as much for society at large. We, we've got a horrible problem in this state with recidivism. 40% of, uh, 38.5%, almost 4 out of 10 people who have been in jail or prison go back within three years. Mm. Every time they do, every time they recidivate, it costs the state of Illinois, by the state's own figuring, it costs the state of Illinois $151,000 plus. The total for the five-year period ending this year is $13 billion. This is a huge, huge financial problem, and, and the cost to our communities is even higher. Most Remember something, that, that, that it's in our interest to do what we can to make it possible for returning residents to succeed, because 90, 95% of people in prison are going to get out. Most people who are in prison in the state of Illinois go back to one of seven neighborhoods in Chicago. The 77 neighborhoods, they go back to one of seven. You can just about guess what they are. Roseland, Inglewood, Austin. Uh, Those neighborhoods constitute 10% of the city's population, about 20% of its violent crimes, 
30% of its homicides. You cannot tell me that there isn't some correlation between recidivism and some of the violence that we're seeing. And so we need operations like Colby House to try and start looking at, instead of treating crime as a disease in and of itself, but looking at it for what it is as a symptom of something underlying. It's not a cause, it's a symptom. And we need to start responding to the social determinants that cause someone to get in the position to have to manifest that symptom. And that's one of the things that we do. But even beyond that, you know, I, I, I'm very taken by um, this story. Probably some of the listeners have seen this on, on uh, Facebook of, of the uh, Scottish uh, preacher, Alistair Beck, uh, who uh, um, is at a church in Cleveland. He talks about um, imagining what it was like when St. Dismas went to heaven. Mm. And uh, they, they took him aside and he said, well, you know, who, 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 what are you doing here? How, you know, I don't know. I said, well, you know, were you an apostle? No. Were, were you a follower? No, I didn't see many of these people before this morning. Well, you must have read scripture. No, I can't read. Hmm. And finally the angel looked at him and said, you know, something along the lines of, well, then what, on what basis are you here? And, and Beg says he probably looked down sheepishly and looked up and said, the man in the middle cross said I could come. Mm. And that's what we try to do is remind people that the man on the middle cross says we can all come, mm. regardless of who we are, regardless of whether you are someone coming out of prison, you're in prison. And by doing that, I think that we do as much for that person who's in prison, that returning resident, as we do for ourselves. Because it allows us to release that part of Christ that's in our heart and in our soul and bring it shining through. And for me, that's always a joyous and, and, and very fulfilling occasion. This is what we're talking about. This is the conversation of human dignity and solidarity where we're called to remind ourselves and others that they cannot lose their dignity, that it is a free gift that God gives us. And, you know, and, and with that other part of solidarity, that there is no such thing as a lone Christian. We're all connected with one another. We, we somehow, some way, even though maybe some sometimes, you know, I could be guilty of this many times, we dismiss that that ache in our hearts for the other mm-hmm. and we kind of just cover up like no 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 I, I, you know i'd rather i prefer to live this way no but there is that somehow some way that ache in our hearts to be one with the other to be one with the suffering to be one that's going through this um this this phase right of of not remembering of who they are but it takes a courage to do that yes. and that's what's so inspiring whenever i see that in our volunteers mm. that courage to Make yourself vulnerable to, to, to rise above what's unpopular and do what's right mm-hmm. and make yourself vulnerable to the fact that you may get hurt. You may, you may have those stones being thrown mm-hmm. at you. You may lose friends. 
You, you may get into arguments with family, but you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, that courage, that's, that's an important, important word and an important uh, invitation as, as well, right? So, okay, so now we're learn, learning a little bit more about this beautiful ministry of Kobe House. How can, how can I get more information? Is there a, a website maybe? Uh, uh, maybe? Maybe there's some, some people out there that's, you know, the Holy Spirit is sparking a call. To, to volunteer, how can they get involved? We would love to have volunteers. Uh, we'd love to have people's money. We're, we are we are by nature like like many uh, ministries in the archdiocese, running uh, very leanly mm. um, because the the need far outstrips our capacity. Always, um, we always have people at our door. So if you go to the archdiocese website, uh, we have a page on there. It will give you our contact information. There's a button to press uh, if you'd like to donate, or if you want, you can call me directly. I'll give you my cell phone right here, 708-321-0024. Give me a call. And uh, whatever people would like to do, we're happy to take your time. We're happy to take a donation. We're we're even happier to take both. but please, this is such a, a, a fulfilling ministry because, you know, most of our community that we serve didn't have much of a first chance, mm. let alone now they're not getting much of a second chance. When they do, they are so appreciative, uh, and it just warms your heart. Uh, I always say we get much more back from the people we serve them than we give them. Wow. Yeah, it's, it, it is, again, that invitation to, to reflect. Maybe as we're kind of wrapping up here this segment, uh, I want to, I wanna, um, maybe if you have some wise words or some, some, some sort of a way, because, you know, we're, again, we're, it's still October. We're heading towards November, and I can't believe it. You, as you mentioned in the very beginning of the show, next thing you know, it's, it's Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to be having these conversations. We're going to be going to these family parties, uh, sometimes awkward, of course, always happy, right? But what kind of a, an invitation or maybe a reflection sent off would you have for, for, uh, for our listeners to start engaging others in this conversation? Maybe not even a conversation, but a conversation within oneself too, right? Reflection. The thing that I always try to remind people uh is that nobody, none of us want to be defined or remembered by our or by our worst moment. Mm-hmm. We all have our worst moments. And granted, you know, many of us, our worst moments are not of the intensity of the worst moment of, of an individual who has been incarcerated or is incarcerated. But at the same time, we wouldn't want to be remembered by them anyway. Yeah. And no one else should have to either. Mercy, yeah. Yeah, it, we, we need to have these conversations because uh, we also live in that culture where we kind of, it, it's, it's a temptation to just grab these, uh, uh, what you might call it, like headlines and things and, and, and uh, start living in that divide. Uh, but really, as we mentioned, it's an invitation to reflect back. What exactly is God calling you? And I believe that the Holy Spirit is, is sparking something here, right? I, I always say hate is easy. 
It's easy to hate. You know, it, it, it doesn't take much work. It plays into, as you said, the headlines and popular perception. Love takes work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I think God is calling us to do is, is to do the hard work. And this is maybe the hardest work of all. Mm. But as I said, it's also the most fulfilling. Amen. Hey, Mark, thanks for Thank joining you. us. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more conversations in the future about this uh, beautiful and great and needed ministry that you're handling. Uh, as, as mentioned, this is the show of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity, an invitation to fully live. John 10.10, 10, I have came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Brothers and sisters, all, all our listeners, and us as well, Let's, uh, let's continue on having this conversation and inviting those around us to that conversation. Again, thanks, Mark. Thank you, Ray. God bless everyone. Tune in. Uh, next month, we'll have our, our radio show every first Wednesday of the month, the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity radio show, Fully Alive. Thanks, everyone. God bless. I believe I overcome by the power of His blood. Amen. Amen. I'm alive. I'm alive because He lives. Amen. Amen. Let my soul. Catholic Charities offers a wide variety of volunteer opportunities to those who want to share their time and help us serve people in need. Whether it's stocking the shelves of our food pantries, helping refugees learn the English language, tutoring school-aged children, becoming a mentor to young adults, sorting clothes in our clothing rooms, serving hot meals to those who are facing homelessness, or delivering meals and making cards to lift the spirits of our homebound seniors, we are deeply grateful to all those who want to join in our mission of mercy. Volunteer opportunities are updated weekly for people of all ages at ccofchicagovolunteer.com. Or just call us at 312-655-7053. That's 312-655-7053. Thank you for helping us follow Jesus' call to serve our neighbors in need. Community is core to Catholic Charities' founding mission. For more than 100 years, we have met people and families where they are, serving anyone in need, regardless of their faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. As our world absorbs the economic, political, and social aftershocks of the pandemic, 50% or more of the 6 million people living in Cook and Lake Counties have little or no savings. They are a paycheck away from zero. We are deeply grateful to everyone in the Catholic Charities community who partners with us to alleviate the suffering of the people we serve and offer them a better path forward. We are witnessing a message of mercy and hope to a world very much in need. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. 
Come. 